today's special episode of Theatre of the World is brought to you by a gig, a show, a live show that Man Bites God, that's me and Chris and Mark are all playing in Melbourne on November the 19th, 2017 at the Workers Club. It's going to be Man Bites God on stage celebrating the 10 year anniversary of Peppermint Super Frog by ripping through some of those tunes and also some of the tunes from our immense back catalogue as we support uh, me, I guess, launching a solo album. So why not? Go to theworkersclub.com.au, search for James Hazelden, and all the gig details will be there. Man Bites God, Nicholas Roy, James Hazelden, and the Gentleman Callers. If you miss it, you're nuts. The world's fallen, Man Bites God presents. Hello and welcome, because the music has brought you here. Yes, the music, the Pied Piper of our theme has brought you to our mouths. And thanks for checking in with them. Mm, pies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to Theatre of the World. I'm James. I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. And we have decided to bring you a very special episode to celebrate the fact that Man Bites God are getting together after a while and doing a live show to help me launch my new solo album called Crying is the worst medicine. <laughs> I had to think about the title then. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a lot of albums over the years. Yeah. Crying is the worst medicine. Uh, and so we've decided to call today's show Medicine. Medicine. Medicine, medicine woman. What? Nothing. Uh, so, uh, look, I mean, we're going to tell you some stuff about medicine, but we can't do it. We can't do it until we turn to Mark yes. and we ask Mark to define what medicine means to me, what it means to you, yes. what it means to the world. Mark, tell us about the fact bombs. Fact bombs, fact bombs, Mark's got a fact bombs. The word medicine is sometimes pronounced medicine by English people. (laughs) You might take some medicine if you feel unwell. Or if you're an English person, you might take some medicine when you're feeling poorly. Saves time, doesn't it? Yeah. You don't have to worry about that extra syllable. Yeah. Clogging everything up. How does Paulie Fact. feel about being felt? What? What's that? <laughs> Fact bombs. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not getting away with that. No, 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 no. I want you to go back to the scene of that crime and I want you to talk me through uh, Mark, how does Paulie... Mark said that you might take some medicine if you're feeling poorly. Yes. Well, you, if you're feeling poorly, what sort of medicine do you take? Stop stop feeling poorly. <laughs> I don't think that's medicine, Chris. I think that's an injunction. <laughs> stop feeling poorly. <laughs> he doesn't like it. <laughs> don't, don't help him. Oh, Christ. Well, there you go. Medicine. Hey, come on. <laughs> 
been a while since we've done it. I think it's all coming back. <laughs> I can't use any of that. Um, uh, so, hey, can I tell you guys why I quit first aid? Uh, sure. Yeah. I was like the first aid guy at work. Yeah. And when you're the first aid guy at work, you've got to go on training. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. Where are the band-aids? Here they are. Mm. And like learning resuscitation and stuff, it was fun. And it like interesting. And you feel a bit, you know, like, okay, well, it's better to know than not to know. And then I tell you what, one day I just had the worst instructor for my update test. Yeah, you got to do it every six months mm. or something. And he was just so gung-ho but in a really negative way that the moment I finished the course, I quit being the first day guy because I couldn't handle it. This is what he did. He said to me, all right, James, there's a car crash and you get there and there's a guy and he's lying on his back in the street. Do you move his head? <laughs> and is he's it still attached? Yeah, still <laughs> attached. Remembering various spine things, I said, oh, I, I guess not. And he said... Congratulations, you've just killed him. <laughs> Where was his head? Was it under the <laughs> under the wheel oh, of the truck? Oh, he was well and truly <laughs> dead. Congratulations, you've just killed He said that to me in front of a class full of people. It was mortifying and a bit horrible. And apparently, like, okay, for you playing at home who are yelling at your computer because I got it wrong, yes, because even if a guy has spinal damage, if he dies because he's asphyxiating his own tongue, then it doesn't matter if he's got spinal damage or not. So you should turn his head right. to make sure his airways are clean, to make sure he's breathing okay. But he could have just said that. He, what, he what he should have said was this. Hey, you, you car crash guy lying on his back. Do you move his head? No. Oh, I can see why you'd think that, but you do. Not, congratulations, you just killed him. Mm. Well, I mean, you didn't directly kill him. Yeah, congratulations. It's a a mixed message. Yeah. You know, you you share that award with (laughs) with other people, (laughs) possibly the the person who hit him with the car. Well, you don't know. We don't know what. I mean, that might just fell fell over in the road. Yeah. Well, you get to a car crash and there's a guy lying in the road. Maybe he's having a sleep. Yeah. I'd well, yeah. Say. I mean, so maybe it just wasn't clear. Yeah, I'm going to write a lot of scenarios. I'll write back to him. Yeah. <laughs> he also said this: doctors don't make mistakes; they bury them. I hate oh. this person. It was not a fun first date. Yeah. Like it didn't feel imp- Usually, first date classes, if you do them right, I feel a bit empowering. Mm. This just felt like I was in Nam or what? something. <laughs> what? What? What possible context would that have had in first aid? Where a thing where there were probably no doctors. I think he had something clever to say, and I don't think it really mattered about right. the context. He was doing material. He was doing, but he was doing sort of awful bleak material. Yeah. And I remember thinking, I hope I die and cannot be revived. <laughs> And the, and the weird thing about first aid classes is often people volunteer to do them because what they want to do is be able to help someone in mm. a situation and therefore everybody there is a good person, probably, except maybe yeah. the people who are sent there by their work. But well-meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, me- and But well-meaning. no, he crushed the spirit uh, and now all I want to do is kill people. Yeah. I don't want to help people anymore. Yeah. I don't want to stick my, my fingers in their mouths to make sure their airway is unobstructed. Yeah. I would have once, and now I don't want to. I want to stick my fingers in someone else's mouth. Yeah. What if it was poorly? <laughs> when life seems hurry, worry, scurry, and you're restless in your mind, and you get along for the peaceful things you left behind, come on over.
for Kentucky Fried Chicken. Come on over, it's no time to cook. It's such a great day for Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's such a bad day to cook. Well, you know what? I think when you're in need of some advice of a medical nature, mm. if you need to know what medicine to take or you need to know what ails you, mm. I think the first place you should go is the internet mm. because the internet <laughs> is full of so much great advice. So my website for this episode... Oh, do we need to sing the theme? You can do it. Chris's, Chris's website. Na, 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 na. Stealthy. Snuck up on us, <laughs> that one. Oh. Um, so my website, this... Oh, you know, Google. I mean, go to Google and ask it all types of questions about, about your health because there are not 8 mil- million billion blogs on the internet dedicated to complete amateurs telling you exactly what's wrong with you. That's not a thing that happens on the internet. Halfway through that sentence, it became sarcastic, but yeah. it started there. Yeah, yeah, no, it didn't. So it, it was, was a, very confusing. It was a journey towards irony. Yeah, Look, yeah, it was so yeah. weird. The truth is I've been trapped there. I'm sure we've all been trapped in the... Uh, look on the internet for your diagnosis. Oh, I've got the app, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is the app? The WebMD app. Yeah. Um, oh, that a, sounds dangerous. There's yeah. a there's a there's a three D rendering of a body, and what you what you do is you show them on the doll. Where poorly touched. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I don't think I'm a, a particularly hypochondriacal person. Uh, are you guys? Would you say you over overthink? Like, if you get a symptom, do you go, "Oh my god, I'm dying," or do you go, "Ah, it's nothing"? I go, uh, "I wonder what this could be," and then I, I look it up on the app. I touch I touch the <laughs> the spot on the, on the body, <laughs> and then I go, "Yeah, it's probably not that." And then I and then I just don't no. don't think about it. Don't You're that guy. It. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm I don't like care. That. I'll look it up, but I don't care. You yeah. don't want to go to a doctor, though. No. Yeah. No, you've done it online. What about you? Yeah. Would you say a yes all the time, constantly, and uh, the worst results possible? Yeah. One particular time, which is why I bring up WebMD, mm-hmm. is WebMD is a reasonably considered uh, resource. Yes. Uh, and obviously comes from a, a, a good source of knowledge. But also a great stumble- sequel to Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. And, um, very much the aftermath. Of- yeah. <laughs> WebMD. And I, now he's a doctor. I had for a, for a long time, even pre the internet, I had this weird sensation in my stomach. We come and go. And I always thought that it was like appendicitis, <laughs> pre-appendicitis or something. Um, Alien. But it would go away. It would go away for months, years, and then it would come back again. And I recently discovered that it's... To join twin. Uh, yes. Really? No. <laughs> no. It's a muscle. It's a, mu- it's a big muscle that runs down your leg. And when it gets tight for too long... <laughs> it's not that big, Chris. It actually... <laughs> It actually feels like it's in your stomach. Only when you tuck it under your belt. Uh, the, uh, w- uh, because the symptoms were so nondescript, um, I ended up on a bizarre website and I tried to find it and I couldn't find the website. But I hope that no one ever has to find this website in the same way that I did. But essentially pointed out that any sensation that was odd was cancer and it was all because you'd sinned. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But it was it was presented Go as on. if it was WebMD. So you sort of thought you were at a 
a actual reliable resource. But when it started getting into you're being punished by Satan, you suddenly realised that maybe it's not WebMD. Take two Hail Marys, call me in the morning. Yeah, but I, I have no idea what the, what the motivation was for the people who made it. It was like, yeah, we don't want to scare anybody who thinks they're unwell into Catholicism. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> well, because I mean, if you are, if you're well, not sick, then you get panicked and you go to church and you pray, yeah. and then you're not sick, so God can take credit for that. Yeah. Or if you are genuinely sick or dying, well, you're vulnerable, and oh, the religions love those people. Yeah, because yeah. you get they get you then because yeah. you don't you're dying. You try anything. Yeah, so that's my website. Try and find it. It's somewhere what was it out called? there. No, he doesn't want you to find. No, no, no. It. it was. It was like it was, looked like WebMD, but it was full of. Uh, so Chris's website this week is a, <laughs> is, is a website that looks like another website. Once but again, don't look at it. Once again, Chris started the segment by saying, "Here's a website you can go to," and ended the segment by going, "Don't go there." And no. also, didn't give you any clues on how to get there. Couldn't tell you for Zara and you're not. Yeah. Could yeah. not tell you. Do you know there is a Bing? There is a Google. All these things are findable. I, I couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> but there are people out there who can find things. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, this, this actually harkens back to a previous special. Mm. I believe it was the Hangover special, which was a New Year's special that we did. Mm. Go on. Oh, I remember. Where, where Chris gave us one of his hangover cures, yeah. uh, which was drinking out of a hose. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, I, also, and it was anecdotal because he'd done this. Yeah. Had done this. I'd had a hose stuck down my throat. Yeah. And then you vomited uh, and felt yeah. better. And then there was Barocca. Well, I'd, I'd like to let you guys know that we have a sponsor this week. Oh. We're going to have a word week. from our sponsors. Oh. Hello there. I'm Chris Tompkins. What? And you probably recognise me from podcast Theatre of the World, internet humour website Gorskis.com, musical entertainment group Man Bites God, or the Sex Offenders Register. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here to tell you today about a new product that has everyone talking. Tompkins Family Hose Water. (laughs) Tompkins Family Hose Water represents a revolution in the beverage, wellness and hydration industries and the secret recipe has been in my family for some of a generation since its curative powers were discovered way back in the 1990s by me! Back then I was a repressed teenage weirdo with no friends trying to stave off an impending hangover after a night of lurking and mischief. But just look (laughs) at me now! Each batch of Tompkins Family Hose Water is lovingly prepared. First, we start with the water, piped through a special mix of ageing copper and galvanised steel piping to a secret location in Melbourne's eastern suburbs. The water is left to age in the finest budget garden hoses money can buy when they're on sale. Not only is it a preventative hangover treatment, Tompkins Family Hose Water can aid in the treatment of conditions such as thirst, being a bit parched, thirstiness, having a dry mouth, dehydration, and being thirsty. One mouthful also contains your daily requirements of grit, dust, and ants. But why not just enjoy it as a refreshingly tepid, rubbery-tasting drink on a hot summer's morning? Dieting? Why not try Tompkins Family Hosewater Light, aged in a thinner gauge of hose and with fewer ants? No one knows water like Tompkins Family Hose Water. 
Available now in your local supermarket car park. I'm Chris Tompkins. Tompkins Family Hosewater is a registered trademark of Tompkins Family Industries, a division of Chris International, part of the Tom Criskins group of companies. Uh, I love that we have a sponsor. <laughs> We've really made they, it. They got some actor to do that, because that wasn't <laughs> me. Are you yes, sure? Was. That wasn't... <laughs> I'm sure Don't it wasn't lie, me. Jeez, you're such a liar. It's not what this court order says. <laughs> you know, the media can be very negative about um, medicine and diseases. Really? Like, it's always person loses battle to cancer. It's never cancer wins battle against humans. <laughs> <laughs> why can't, why can't yeah. the media just report up? That's it. That was my <laughs> I got no intro to that. Uh, Let's do something else. James's list of things. Uh, James's list, list of things. things. James's list, list of things. James, James has got, got some things to list. What are they? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, I guess. <laughs> Ten signs you may need medicine. Yes. <laughs> hey. People here and playing along at home, try and guess during this list of 10 things when I lost interest and when I wished I hadn't thought of any of them. (laughs) 10 signs you may need medicine. Number one, one day you look down and you have panthers instead of hands. (laughs) (laughs) What would you take for that? Panther medicine. (laughs) Two, you start to cry and then you cut yourself quite badly because now your tears are knives. (laughs) Three, you're already taking a lot of medication, but then one day your doctor gets bored and decides to put your prescription on shuffle. (laughs) Four, you burn your head very badly, and when the doctors remove the bandages, you find they've replaced your face with a little book of maps. (laughs) Ah, five. Five. You're shaking so much that people think you are possessed by an earthquake ghost. Six, you spontaneously fall asleep while swimming away from a sudden boat explosion. <laughs> uh, sorry, I made myself laugh then. I forgot I wrote that one. Seven, your skin feels clammy and your clams feel skinny. <laughs> Eight, your ears go blind and your mouth goes deaf and your eyes go to Rio. (laughs) Nine, you're not only running a fever, you're also running a moderately successful fever business where you keep overhead down because you use sweatshops. (laughs) Fever, sweat, started surreal, ended as a pun. And finally, ten signs you may need medicine. Your toes have a headache. <laughs> Fish throat. Jay's list of things. So, so for everyone playing at home, where was the bit where you gave up? Uh, about four, four days and a before half. we started recording <laughs> this. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Just so One of our older segments, still strong as ever. Speaking of old segments, I have an old segment and I investigated what might happen if, as we were mentioning earlier, going to the internet for medical advice, but what happens if the internet comes to you 
That doesn't make any sense. Uh, oh my god! I think do, is this, do we need to call an ambulance? Is Chris having a stroke? This is the worst. This is the worst film pitch I have ever heard. Imagine, right? Imagine a boardroom full of executives, and Chris is going. But what if the internet came to you? And then just a two-minute pause, where everyone looked at their feet and wondered what the hell they were doing in this business and how this man got past security. <laughs> Holy God, Chris. What? So, what? one day in the future, we will go to the GP. We do the, that now! And the, and the GP will be Cleverbot. <sighs> so, I guess the sounds of a doctor's surgery... <laughs> Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, now it's that now. For usually silent. Um, <clears throat> good morning, Doctor. Who are you? I'm Chris. I've I've come to see you because I'm I'm feeling unwell. Hope you get better soon. Uh, I'm sure it's nothing serious. What if you are wrong? <laughs> um, I've, I've I've got a I've got a bit of a sore throat. Oh, those are terrible. You should drink some hot tea. Um. And I also get these migraines. Is that a type of noodle? <laughs> and I have a, a rash on my genitals. Do you? Yes. Would you like to take a look? I can just search it on the internet. I don't need to know about that from you. <laughs> He's been listening to our segment. <laughs> can, can you help me, Doctor? Yes. What appears to be the problem? I just told you. Do I have to guess? Uh, are you really a doctor? Yes, and I have a lot of naughty nurses at my service. Whoa! <laughs> you have a lot of naughty nurses? Who doesn't? I've, uh, um, I've also been running a very high temperature for several days. Should I call a doctor? Aren't you, aren't you a doctor? No, I am an interior designer. Holy shit. Why does it say doctor on the sign? I think that it does a lot of good, despite how much people complain about it. But I wanted to see a doctor. No, I don't need to. I'm okay now. But I'm the one who's sick. I have a virus in my throat. What? I'm sick on the microphone. That's disgusting. There you go. It's getting better. <laughs> Do you have any drugs you can prescribe? Yes, I have three. A cat, a dog and a fish. <laughs> You're a terrible interior designer slash doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm the doctor. Good day to you. <laughs> that was a quick turnaround. End. <laughs> At the end, it was, it, sort of, it was a bit Inception because he became you and you <laughs> no, became was, I'm, yeah. I have a sore throat now. I think uh, Cleverbot was feeling the role and started to get a little bit too into it. Yeah. I think so too. Hey, guys. I know it's a special and everything. And we're all just having a groovy time. Let's break open a brand new segment. All right. That I like to call James's Tiny Moments in History. Oh. I don't know. Do we need? Do you want? Can you provide a theme song for that? James's Tiny Moments in History. I mean, it's reverb. As always, longer than the segment. I had to pause because I forgot the name of the segment. <laughs> It's all right. This segment may not live to fight another day. 
On this day in 1798, Sir Arthur Fakename invented the ghost boomerang. He received many awards and praise, but one day it came back to haunt him. <laughs> <laughs> and that was James's tiny moments in history. <laughs> to be honest, my favourite bit is the theme song. It's yeah. pretty good, isn't yeah. it? That's what I'm, I'm just doing all that with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> I could have sworn some of it was more internal. Uh, that's what some of the people said on that WebMD site too. <laughs> hey, g- guys and girls yes. and Mark, <coughs> why don't we uh, have a love... supposed to me? <laughs> why don't we have a lovely segment called Uncle Henry? Oh, oh Uncle Henry. It's been a while. Uncle Henry, he's been busy. <laughs> um. So, uh, Uncle Henry, look, we've, we've spoken about him in the past in that oh, he's a little on the cheap side, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, but this one is about the fact that he is also horribly opportunistic. <laughs> so, so, this is a true story. Uh, Uncle Henry went on holiday. He takes walking sticks with him so he can get to the front of queues at airports. <laughs> now... <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't need walking sticks. He just has them. Once, he, uh, while he's on holiday recently, he ended up sleeping at, at the airport because he was too cheap to spring for a hotel. <laughs> and while he was asleep, someone stole his walking sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, walks up to a guy, I assume, walks up to a guy and goes, hey, someone stole my walking sticks. And the guy's like, well, you know, clearly don't need them. Don't worry about it. And he had no recourse. <laughs> Had to go. Had to had to get on the plane with everybody else. <laughs> Two walking sticks is a lot. It's like he's skiing. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just he doesn't care. Yeah, that's about a- any kind of social contract. That's why I used to take my little brother when I was enrolling at university. It's because everybody thought I was a, a single dad with my with my small child, <laughs> and they'd take me to the front of the queue. It's really? great. Yeah. Did you pretend that he was enrolling in university and he was a boy genius? Yeah, Doogie Howser. <laughs> Please let me through. Don't you realise this is Doogie Howser? <laughs> Did that work? He was probably too young to mm. be Doogie Howser. Oh, mm. Doogie Howser was pretty young. Yeah, Rob was four. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I say, and look, I, I might be speaking out of turn here, but on, on medicine, I reckon that Doogie Howser show would have been way more interesting if he'd been four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baby but, doctor. But with a scalpel. Yeah, yeah. And just, and not smart. Yeah. But somehow, through like an administrative oversight, he's a surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> or if he That's was a like, great show. have you seen one of those YouTube clips of where a crab has a knife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That would be brilliant. Yeah. So rather than Doogie Hauser, it would just be called Baby with a Knife. <laughs> yeah. Baby Crab with a Knife. Yeah. Dr. Baby with a Knife. <laughs> Dr. Crab, MD. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you make a wish and we'll make it happen. Just tell us what we can do. You make a wish. And we'll make it happen We like to see good things happen to you As you go through life, whenever you need money and whatever you need it for, it helps to have a good bank on your side. CC&S, we're the action bank. We'll make it happen. 
Hey, let's do a segment I like to call Advice to Young People. Advice, advice for young people. Oi. Even though it's advice for young people, I like to call it advice to young people, mm. even though that is not correct. No. It was a really, really short one today. But, you know, the young people mm-hmm. coming up to me all the time. Yeah. James, they're saying, you're a font. Which one? <laughs> Helvetica. <laughs> Wingdings. Comic Sans. And they're saying, look, well, we want to. That's offensive, isn't it? Yeah, that's really mean. Ooh, that's pretty mean. We want to put our hands in you and we want to pull out information. <laughs> oh, no, it's back to Paulie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, and this time they're saying, hey, you know, a lot of people nowadays they make movies. Uh, uh, you You're know. right. A lot of people do make movies. See what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? It's a big thing at the moment. Yep. Um, and uh, you know, now, especially you know, it's around the time we're recording this. It's Halloween. Um, so um, you're making a horror movie. But a lot of the horror movie tropes have been done, like a lot. Like, how do you really shock people anymore when you're making a horror movie? It's a good question. Uh, my advice, use sperm instead of blood. <laughs> <laughs> For every, It's just much more disgusting. Mm. That's all. Advice to young people. <laughs> <laughs> good Lord. Ah, so there is a new album coming out called Crying Is The Worst Medicine and um, this is a song from that album. It's obviously a lot rockier on the album but we're going to do it acoustically today for the podcast and it has something vaguely to do with hospitals. Ah, premise. He sees her there across the dance floor He doesn't dance but she's the kind of girl you dance for She looks familiar but he doesn't know why He walks on over with a gleam in his eye She says hello my name is Helen And he can feel a swelling in his heart Which is telling him that they could soon be gelling And if he dances well and uses all of his charm She'll leave on his arm Music starts playing and they start swaying Very soon they are jumping about Spin like propellers, knock heads together And accidentally knock each other out Her forehead smashes his scalp And somebody calls for help Wakes up a few days later, he's in a hospital and not sure how he got there. And there's a pretty girl who's in the next bed. And just like him, she's got a bump on her head. She says, hello, my name is Helen. And she had a dizzy spell. Can't remember what the hell has happened and nobody's telling. And she doesn't feel too well. And there's a scar near her eye. And she doesn't know why. They talk for hours, he buys her flowers She tells him that he is not like other men She drops a bracelet and he goes to chase it And they bump heads and are knocked out again A serious hit to the brain And they get amnesia again They've met 15 times before With no memory at all They've met 15 times before Another dance floor He doesn't dance But she's the kind of girl You dance for She looks familiar But he doesn't know why And she's got a tiny scar Near her eye She says hello My name is Helen And he can feel it swelling In his heart Which is telling him That they could soon be gelling And if he dances well And turns on all of his charm She'll leave on his own
about 16 times before uh, They met 16 times before uh, They met 16 times before Thank you very much, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and I hope we passed the audition. We didn't. Oh, fuck oh, it. Shit. I didn't even know there was back, an audition. Back to work at the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for checking in on us um, with our little yeah. special that we've done. Still here, still yeah. alive. <laughs> We're still here. Um, you know, you've been away, but we haven't. No, we don't. You know, we don't cease to exist just because you stop listening. I wish we did. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it feels like we do, but we don't. What were we saying? <laughs> Anywho, um, thank you uh, very much. Hey, uh, if you enjoy this podcast, the best thing to do is to go to iTunes and give it a five-star rating or leave a review or just tell people about it on um, the social media or just face-to-face or write a recommendation on a brick and then throw it through a nun. Or if you like this podcast and you want to see a sort of version of it that has a bit more music in it and that happens in a place where you can drink, which I think is important, Mm. um, why not come to the Workers Club to see Man Bites God supporting uh, James Hazeldon, who's that guy over there. Hello. And with Nicholas Roy on the date of the show that is the The Sunday, the 19th of November. November. It's an afternoon show. Starts at 1, well, doors open at 1 p.m. You can get tickets at the door, but pre-booked tickets and uh, every ticket holder will get a free copy of the new CD, Crying is the Worst Medicine. One show only, only if you're in Melbourne, 19th of November, afternoon show. Man Bites God, Nicholas Roy, James Hazelton and the Gentleman Callers. Why not turn up and heckle us in person? Yeah. Because it's uh, awful to just be yelling at your computer. (laughs) Till, till, do you have anything to add, Chris? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Just watching. Looking at me like a dog that's been shown a card trick. Till next we meet. Till next well, we meet. <laughs> <laughs> we should point out that this is probably the latest I think we've ever recorded a podcast. Yeah. It really is. We... we we sort of so usually what we do when we record a podcast is we hit this sort of beautiful t- level of tiredness where we can still function. Yeah, we're beyond that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we we hit that well before we hit record. <laughs> I remember, I mean, when we started this whole thing, we used to start at like nine in the morning, so we're really moving through the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although those were pretty loopy as well. Yeah. yeah. Good luck to Mark who has to edit this garbage. Yeah. Uh, so let's try that outro again. <laughs> impossible to finish this. Uh, until next we meet, until the next time you turn on the podcast, which is how we meet. It used to be a handshake, but now it's all digital signals. I'm James. Uh, I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. And don't forget to take your medicine. Find episodes and more at theatreoftheworld.com. Anything to add, Chris? I'll give you some of your own medicine. That's a bit of pill to swallow. <laughs> a bit of pill. <laughs> it's a bit of pill to swallow. <laughs> it's, it doesn't matter. It's good. Uh. <laughs>
well, I guess the end. <laughs> this is Man Bites God.